Last week, uh, IndieWire.com or IndieWire, the magazine, came out with its top 100 best movies. And Sam sent me a text saying, hey, let's do it on this. And I said, yeah. Um, But um, it, it became even more apparent that we had to do an episode on this because vigorous debate became over some of the things that are on this list. Well, now we're now we're speaking generally about the top 100 best movies. They yeah. also came out with top uh, 25 best scenes of the decade. Oh, this by the way, this is the top 100 of the decade of the 2010s from IndieWire. IndieWire. Yeah, 2010s. Um, so we're talking about the top 100, more just kind of general. So we'll be jumping all over the place, but maybe sticking around top 10. And then we'll also be talking about the the top. They also did the top 50 of the decade. Best, sorry, they did the best, the top 50 best performances of the decade, and the top 25 best uh, scenes of the mm-hmm. decade. Now my uh, thing is, I, I've never been a fan of lists in general. I love lists. I okay. Well, I think movie lists most of the time always just get me angry. Because it's obviously film is very opinionated, so it's like, you know, you, you, there's no real solid argument for anything. Um, what, yeah, because to a degree. I mean, if, if, if I don't know, you know. I I agree. I think a lot. If, there, it's funny that I'm you say to that think because of a bad movie. Um, whenever I if, see a movie that I do yeah. like on this list that I think is properly placed, I go, "That's great." But then when I see one that's like, what the hell? Why the hell is that? Like, there's one on here that I was, I am super confused about. I think a lot Um, of them is like, I get why they're all on the list. It's just, I don't, I like vehemently disagree with the order. And we'll go through the, I think we should start with 100 and go to one. Ooh, you think so? Yeah, because my biggest issue is not that the movies are on there, but more so their order. Also, the, I find that IndieWire kind of has a, 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 a hard-on, pardon my French, for some films specifically, uh, yes. which I think is kind of, some of it's kind I, of like, I agree. Right, I think they, uh, that's why IndieWire, though they, I think the reason why I trust them, I'm tricked into trusting them, is because they do come up with so many lists. And then I realized, oh, wait, I don't agree with their lists. I do think IndieWire um, is my favorite uh publication for film. I agree with I, I like IndieWire and didn't you say that we could possibly get somebody from IndieWire? Possibly. Um, He's not returning okay, my calls. So, ah well he may not after this because I'm going to lambass a lot of the films that he put on here. Oh, shit. I will say or not him but uh No he put Indie them all Wire on. Ninja. Oh he, it, this was him. This is all him. No I'm he kidding. was too busy. Anyways do we have any film news? Uh yeah, we were gonna talk about the Vince uh the Venice film. Oh yeah. Uh festival? What yeah. was it? The Venice Film Festival. They just announced a few things. Um one of them being uh Robert Patterson is in two films, one in competition, one out of competition. Uh The King, um, which is a big the new Timothy Chalamet movie. Uh yes. that's he always he That's always also looks Robert so Patterson. sleepy. Robert uh, Patterson? Uh, yeah, you're right. No, no, uh, Timothy uh, Chalamet. Well, I think they both just look sleepy in general. I think they're just sleepy people. 
Uh, yeah, but he always looks like he's sleepy. And I thing is, is I've only seen him in one film, Lady Bird. So, uh, oh, you haven't seen that. Call Me by Your Name? No, I haven't. Oh my dill. The only thing I've heard about Call Me by Your Name is it is a wonderful movie, and there's a peach scene, and I have no idea what the heck. I imagine it's something sexual, <laughs> but I have no idea what the heck they do. I'm, I'm, uh, they could also do like a Godfather thing where like he eats the peach and like puts in his teeth and like is like arr, arr, you know like okay I think you should face. see it just for the peach scene just to just to to quench you. that mystery yeah to quench that like, mystery what the but heck maybe that is, what it is might it? be better left a mystery honestly yeah I'll never watch it because I also think <laughs> it, I I just imagine maybe they eat it to uh, you know get better hormones to perform hey man or, i, I mean, mean the sky's stick... the limit in your imagination uh, so much stuff or uh, there's a scene where he's crying a lot like that's one of the images for call me by your name is he's crying maybe he chokes on a peach and dies or like one of the his lover mm. so, but well, everybody do you have says a, do you do you have a list of, of some of the films going to the venice film festival because i am currently tied up uh i don't have it i don't have it um in front of me but i the reason why i did hear about the news was that um they were accepting they were accepting netflix films oh shit yeah and that was like what what is going on here no it's it's finally happening i mean steven spielberg i can't believe he's not like killed over by you know the acceptance mm. of all this stuff. He's probably sitting in his uh, mansion, swirling his wine, going, What? How could they do this to me? It's like that one video <laughs> where he didn't get the be uh, best picture for Jaws. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> Cancel all my appointments. <laughs> except that video I love because like it's it's still humble Steven Spielberg. He, yeah. I mean, he, it's like a kid who didn't get into a film festival. Yeah. Um, He's but, also like really appreciative. Like whenever I, whenever Nashville got on, he was just like Nashville got in. Wow, I don't know. He just yeah. seemed still like excited about. He wasn't like a hard ass about like my film or die, which I guess he kind of was, but I don't know. And he probably uh, imagined that conversation because he goes out and gets drinks with all his friends. I wonder, uh, like that's something that I always was thinking about. Is like, what was that uh, conversation like? With him and those two guys after he got the jaws got snubbed honestly it was probably okay we're getting off topic like, okay yeah um but uh the films um geez why don't they just give well, is the list kind of hard to find what well, what the one rapist two women directors what well the rapist is um who's is, Roman um, Polanski? Yeah, Roman Polanski got a film in. Oh my goodness, are you serious? Mm -hmm. Wow, I didn't know he was still making movies. Still making movies. He's much like Woody Allen. They both are probably really good friends in Europe. Well, the thing is, is like Roman Polanski was convicted of the rape. There was no allegations or whatever. He's literally in the world of lawyers and whatnot, a rapist. <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah. So. I well, mean, Venice Woody Allen, he's just messed up. What? Venice loves it. They. Uh, well, I mean, I guess they like his film, an officer and a spy. 
Anyways, let's not talk more about him. Um, there's a Rose. documentary. Oh, go ahead. Documentary called, uh, okay. Uh, darn it. They should just b- make the films bold. Uh, okay, okay, here we are. Uh, the two female directors who got in were the perfect candidate by uh, Sedan Arby's. <laughs> Man, I shouldn't have gotten you to say this part, Zach. Why would you do this to me? Uh. Um, side. Anyways, these are two women uh, candidates. Horrible. I mean, and one of the one of the films is a perfect candidate, and the other one is called Baby Teeth. Um, it's only two. Only two. F- yeah, oh, and then the of- rapist guy. Yeah, huh. it's kind of sad. But, um, yeah, that's exciting. And then, yeah, two of them are... Uh, or I think one of the uh, Jim Jarmusch movie is another one that's uh, Netflix. Anyways, so that's exciting. Wait, Jim Jarmusch? Or um, hey, um, Adam... Ad, who's uh, the guy... For, Adam Driver had a movie that came out recently. That he was in? I mean, Adam that, Driver was in the Jim Jarmusch film. I believe so. But that wasn't uh, a Netflix film. Well, something Netflix is coming out. Oh, I will. Oh, I'll tell you this film news that I'm really excited about. The uh, there is a YouTube series that became an Adult Swim show called On Cinema. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, On Cinema at the Cinema with uh, Tim Heidecker. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. But apparently, this fall, there's going to be a movie release hmm. within the on uh, on cinema universe oh. called mist it's called mr america and it's about tim heidecker running the worst political campaign to become a uh, uh, district attorney of santa uh, dino uh county in california shit that sounds interesting and it's, it's basically i think going to be a parody of the Trump campaign Mm -hmm. because within the on cinema universe, uh, Tim Heidecker is like super, like super duper right winged and just, he's like very crazy. (laughs) It's very fun. So I'm super excited and it's supposed to get a theatrical release. Um, so look forward to that. Yeah. Um, Um, all right. So I think we should get into it since we, uh, what are you, uh, what are you doing, by the way? What am I doing now? Yeah, I just. I y- was. Your ha- I you was. Try- I put you in my pocket. Oh. Because I'm moving that. locations. Um, Sam Sam has currently been moving and lost gas. Just to let everybody know of his oh. current. I also apparently life. need to return library books. Anyways. Jeez. <clears throat> excuse me. Wow. So, the IndieWire. It's called IndieWire, Star Star, Best of the Decade Movies. Beginning with uh, Inherent Vice, number 100. I am okay with that. I don't, yeah, I don't care much about, I haven't and seen it. And then there's, there's different movies like The Loneliest Pla- uh, Planet, which That's is- That's number uh, 99. I don't know, I don't know much about that film. So I guess so. I feel the like, Great Gatsby. I feel like, See, wait, wait, wait. I feel like these films that like start off the list yes. are kind of like- I don't know. I feel like it, if you're like number 100, it's like, did you really make the list? You know, <laughs> like if you're in the I, top, if you're in the top 90, it's kind of like, oh, 
That's cute, see, you know? No, yeah, okay, top 90. I could maybe see that thing. So is, I don't really like, care what's in the top 90, because it's like... Or, uh, yeah, no, I don't care. Not, that's, I don't care what's in, like, the, the 90, like, 100 to 90... Yeah, 100 to 91. Like, that area, I'm kind of like... Great Gatsby was okay. See, I, I see kind of like... <clears throat> Like, maybe f- the top 50 is when I start to really pay yeah. attention. Yeah. Well, for me, but I like, feel like those 60s, these... I, I care. 60s, 70s, and even some of 80s. Like, if there's, like, a shit movie that's in the 80s, like, mm. if, um, well, we'll get to this later, but uh, uh, I don't know. We'll, See, we'll... I, don't, I don't think we should go one by one. I think, I think we... we should go one by one. Uh, because just, the, okay. the, the list, the, the li- like, the ranking is what matters most. Okay, fine. Because you just, watch Unspooled way too much, and they don't do it one by unspooled. one. Okay, anyways, I don't love Unspooled. I like anyways. going at one by one. Okay, fine. See, we can skip. We we will be able to glance over them. Also, it's just easier that way. All right. Also, so go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say eighty nine. I mean ninety eight is The Great Gatsby. See that? There's a movie that I honestly forgot about. I watched it on like, a plane I, recently, and it wasn't too bad. I mean, I love Leonardo. I love Leonardo DiCaprio personally. So you know, he's dating he's, like a 22-year-old. He's dating someone uh, my age, and he's 44. You know, here's the thing, and it, it gets into an iffy situation. But like, there, I think there comes a time when you're a big Hollywood guy where, yeah, you just start dating younger people. I wonder what like the norm is with that. You I know? just, I just feel. Like you, they. I mean, it's Leonardo. It's like he has to know that she is twenty two. She is. Yeah. I mean, obviously she's legal. It's not like you know she's he's dating. He's not like Roman Polanski or anything. There's nothing wrong with it. But it is kind of like okay. It's kind of like yeah, Woody like Allen. that's oh or yeah, Woody Allen. But it's kind of like at that point you're like okay, like I get you're only like really you have a lot to talk about. Like you guys are really like that close. Like is it this? There's nothing. It's not the fact that maybe, she's a, maybe he's a trying model. to maybe they try to live through these people vicarious vicariously vicariously yeah like I'm a 47 year old man now I can live my 20s through you well anyways and of course and of course there's the obvious point of they're young yeah anyways let's That's, move on I don't know the movie all the sleepless nights. Yeah, see I, I agree with you Sam on these 90 movies like I feel like if I was a better film, buff i would definitely be like no of course girls walk dash dash all day should be like 75 but i haven't seen it it's a diy filmmaking so oh good for them so in that sense they got onto a list of top 100 and also i have a i have a slight list of movies that i believe should be uh that were snubbed well okay but anyways so i'm just briefly reading the description it's kind of interesting because it's this is like a Vine YouTuber who made a movie. So oh that's kind of cool. Um, okay, Don't Know the Arbor. Um, Good for them. Happy don't Hour. Don't Know Happy Hour. Sounds fun. Uh, oh, uh, that's uh, now George. we're on 93. Yeah, now we're, we're on 93. Mother of George. Don't Know not Mother of George. Uh, apparently Jim Jarmusch. Oh, here we go. Oh. I mean, oh, that's Jim Jarmusch. Oh. Okay, here's yeah, it's, no. It's, okay, sorry, so it's Spider-Man of, into the Spideyverse is number ninety-two. Um, I really like this. Uh, I love that this is it's on the list. Um, I see some other animations down farther. I, I mean, personally, I, 
I think this is better than Inside Out, which we're going to be saying. Yeah, in a few I, th- this is the beginning of, I think this deserves more of more than 92. Yeah, the, the highest ranked, just spoiler alert for this podcast, um, the highest ranked animated film on this list is the, um, it's called The Wind, the Wind Rises, which is a um, is that Miyaz- guy who did, yeah, Miyazaki, Miyazaki yeah. Yeah, it's his last latest film. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I haven't seen it, but his m- movies are always a, a thing of pure beauty. Yeah, but no, that makes personally, sense. Personally, the Spider-Man into the Spideyverse, <laughs> in my opinion, was a work of art. By the way, I'm trying, I know until, no one's ever corrected me when I say this, but I am really trying to get that into the lingo unto the point where they change the DVD title, like the title of the movie. It's called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, but it's so hard for me not to say Spider-Man Enter Enter the Spideyverse. Hmm. Oh wow, I, I thought it was Enter. All right. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> um, Zach is this once again undecided. So, uh, f- free fire at s- fire at sea. I don't it's a know. Good title looks fun. Uh, oh, uh, this is a movie that actually piqued my interest. Private just life because. Yeah, I've never I didn't hear about this, but it's got uh, Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. That's my Paul Giamatti uh, impersonation. That's, that's not an in- okay. No, I, hi, how you doing? Oh boy, my life sucks. Oh man. Basically, I'm doing an impression of whoever does an impression of. Uh, yeah, there's Paul a lot Giamatti. of uh, yeah, a lot of degrees of impressions going on. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, Support the girls is nine is eighty nine. I don't know. It's a picture of a bunch of uh, women screaming. Mm-hmm. Or Looks cool. they're at, yeah. Um, yeah they, they look like they have a very bright teeth. Do you know this film? We need to talk about Kevin. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, sorry, yes. Which actually, I'm surprised this is uh, not lower on the list or higher on the list because um, it's often referenced about Psycho Killer. It, it also is kind of the breakout role of Ezra Miller who was in uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, yeah. And, and was the Flash in the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't seen... And it's got John C. Riley as the dad. Hmm. So I, I've been meaning to watch this, but um, it's cool it's on the list, so I can't argue th- uh, about its ranking. Yeah. Um, so we move on. 87, Her Smell. That uh, just came out. Uh... Who's See, this? Oh, yeah, okay, this, this is the, this just this. The, I remember seeing ads for this actually all over the place. Well, this is um, Olivia uh, Elizabeth Moss. Um, and it's kind of like a punk. She's like a punk singer. Um, yeah, I, I don't know much about it. I mean, oh, okay. yeah, I was actually I kind of wanted to see it. I just had I didn't see too much about it. But moving on, um, Katie plays Christine. Don't know that film um oh uh here's another uh, so 85 the illusionist yeah um this i'm actually surprised isn't higher on the list or like beat the wind rises this guy who does these movies sila van chamont uh he did uh movie he did another movie called the the triplets of bad 
France or something. Anyways, he did another movie, and the artwork in that is phenomenal. He's definitely got a style. I haven't seen this movie, but I've seen the trailer, and it looks gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But I can't contest its its ranking. I have no problem with 85. Now, Beast of the Wild. Uh, See, Southern this Wild. needs to be higher. See, this is when I'm going to start being like, all right, this needs to be higher. Beast of a Southern Wild was such a great film, so unique. And I'm, I'm honestly, I for, kind of forgot about it. But it, 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 this reminded me of how good of a film it was. And whatever film is next, or I don't know, it's, it's, it's uh, cinema, uh, Sunset Song, yeah. I don't know. 83 is... And then High Life. Sunset. Okay, really? This is better than High Life. Okay, granted, I haven't seen High Life. <laughs> oh, uh, that's, that's another thing. Um, I know I was supposed to bring this up later, but you know Good Time isn't on here? It's not. It, yeah, it's not. And I, I mean, I wasn't a, as erratic a fan as you, who just you know buys people the DVD for Christmas. Yeah. But I <laughs> definitely think Good Time is better than some of these movies that I'm seeing on here. Well, Beast of a Southern Wild has an amazing soundtrack. is a very unique story about like the 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 bathtub in Louisiana, and it's kind of like this fantastical story that. I don't know. I, I, it's kind of sad that that actress didn't go on to do. Well, maybe she has, and I'm just being an ass. But I don't know. She, she. I haven't. I don't know. I haven't seen her in many other things. But maybe she's doing more uh, theater. Maybe. But anyways, After, I don't uh, know. She, I, I feel like that film definitely. I don't know really much about uh, synonyms. Um, it that's seems eighty one. That's eighty one. Three. I don't know. Is... Oh, I don't know. Sunset song too well. Uh, high life what uh, 81 high life, is high life 81 is high life i haven't seen high life i've heard mixed things about it um i i heard there's like a, a weird sex scene in which they go into a sex room and they sit on a dildo and then the room just shakes like people violently <laughs> and it's kind of like that's like their sex like that's how they get off is they or like is this an is this a 24 this is a 24 yeah and then the next one is Inside Out, which I do, I do think is pretty good. Yeah, but, like, this is also where it gets into, like, is it... I don't know. I'm looking back on the two films that I talked about previously, Beast of a Southern Wild and Spider-Man is... Well, Inside Out now, was nice. I don't know. It, it, I mean, it's a Pixar film. So, like, a lot of these things on the list, I think people are just going to shrug their shoulders and be like, it's a Pixar film, and they're just going to be like, let's give it a little bit higher because it's a Pixar film, you know? But... I wonder when did Wally Wally? I mean, I think no. Actually, I really did enjoy when I saw Inside Out. I I clapped my hands in my head. I think. Yeah, I remember but, uh, you saying that you're clapping. It hurt my head. Uh, uh -huh. Now moving on to '77, the souvenir. The souvenir. See, now this is this. I just want to. I haven't seen this movie, but it came out in 2019. Yeah. Which is this year. I, this is why I think they preemptively put out this list mm -hmm. because. Uh, the Irishman, the new Martin Scorsese movie, hasn't come out yet. Well, that might come out next year. No, it's. I think it's been said to come out this December. This. Uh, this. Yeah, this went. Uh, yeah, I think this December. So you think they should have came out with this list at the end of the year? There's still you're right, yeah. the year is still left to go. What are they? I mean, there's still a lot of good movies to be out there, right? Yeah, you know, you're not wrong. I think they're, they're definitely... So I think IndieWire is kind of slapping the face. Martin Scorsese probably sits at home. <laughs> See, Mar Steven Spielberg sits in his mansion swirling wine while 
Steve, uh, Martin Scorsese sits at home in his like white wife beater uh, <laughs> and boxers sitting at an old uh, Macintosh just refreshing IndieWire going, oh, man, I hope I'm on – I hope, you know, I can't wait for uh, their movie. newest up. <laughs> no, yeah, like I can't wait to see their next article. And then he sees, wait, top 100 best movies of the decade, but <laughs> that's funny. Why would they release that now? The Irishman hasn't come out yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's just, he craps his pants probably. <laughs> Anyways, the souvenir is number 77. Um, I think, I don't, I mean, I've heard that it's good. Um, I'm not going to attest that it should or shouldn't be on 77. I think it's. Okay, 76 is Leave No Trace. Came out in 2018. Okay, I haven't seen this movie, but I've, uh, a, a Star is Born is 75. Oh my God. See, this is what. All right. By uh, Bradley Pooper. I think indie. this is one of those things I mentioned oh, earlier about no. how I think IndieWire has a heart on for some films that it shouldn't. Star is well, Born should not be on the list of best I films. Agree with, I agree of, with you because look at 74, a Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yeah. Not, even, not even Star Wars. I, I mean universally panned yeah this is i think yeah you're right the star wars as i remember i think this this is on here but not the the force awakens force awakens which is which a is better, better yeah i mean it's a, a complete remake and yes probably i just feel Last like Jedi is the thing about original, the but, thing about these lists well, is i feel like they it's less about like actually what is the best and more about like fitting as many genres and as appeasing as many people as possible so it's like some people scrolling through the list are going to be like oh this fucking sucks these are all art house films and then be like oh star is born i like that film that was in theaters but like most people at IndieWire hopefully aren't being like in like i'd rather see star is born than now here's another thing too uh the next one or is it the next one but uh, la la land Yeah, yeah la la land now, am I correct, or am I just batshit crazy? Whiplash is not on this this list. I don't think you're. Yeah, I think you're right. No, Whiplash. no, and Whiplash is came out in 2014, and I can tell you for a fact, Whiplash is a lot better than La La Land. La La Land was very good, but if you're choosing, you know, styles and I don't know, out of the two, even as two random movies. Whiplash is a better movie. I also think it's interesting in the description. It says, like Quentin Tarantino, writer-director Damien Chazelle is a rare, obsessive, gifted writer-director. He is... Weird at, comparison. Yeah, he, you, can't just, you can't just throw in Tarantino's name and be like, this guy is like, no. They, they have a very unique style. La La Land is not at all... Tarantino's never done a musical. Like, at least reference someone that's done a musical. I would like to see that musical. Yeah. You know, oh, I can bear Quentin Tarantino kind of in lieu of the Martin Scorsese-esque type yeah. of guy. And Martin Scorsese did do a musical. See, got, I feel like I like to... Got com- panned, but... Yeah, I like to, comp- I like to compare uh, uh, directors to other directors who are just completely not at all. Like, I like to be like... The, for instance, like, um, um, Barry, like, <laughs> what if, like what if guy, Barry Jenkins got compared to Tarantino? Like, what if Barry would, Jenkins comes no out sense. with, with, uh, Moonlight, which we'll get to later. 
and uh, and it's just like Much the later. next Tarantino, Barry Jenkins. But sometimes it's like literally out of left field when they compare people. Apparently, people were saying that Ang Lee was uh, supposed to be the next Spielberg. Like people were saying, like Ang Lee is the next Spielberg. Well, that's what they said also about. Or not? Uh, sorry, not Ang Lee. Yeah, no, I think it was Ang Lee. I forget. Well, th- then. Maybe you are confused because that's what they said about M. Night Shyamalan. They're like, after uh, Sixth Sense. Like, I think they, they just say it to a bunch ex-. of people. I don't know. Now, I want to be, I think it would be funny if somebody got compared to somebody who was big in their own right, but is not big to the public. Like, oh man, Zachary Ferguson is the next Joe Pitka. <laughs> who, who is a. What if they compare a, you to like the next. Uh, do you uh, know who that guy is? Joe Pitska? Uh, Pitka, yeah, he's apparently a, like a huge commercial guy, but he directed uh, Space Jam. Oh, that's but he's that like would be nice. really well. He's like really well known in the commercial world, but they gave him Space Jam. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Number seventy-two is Handmaiden. Uh, this is the I heard that's pretty violent. Same guy that did um old old uh old boy or something. You know what I'm saying? Old boy. Yeah, old boy. Think... Yeah, oh. it's the hmm. same that guy that did old boy. Um, I think that's what it's called. Uh, but uh, anywho, um, 71, 71 is uh, goodbye to language. Now this, I'm surprised. See, is on yeah, because... I'm. I thought this movie was supposed to be bad. Yeah, I heard that too. But apparently, it reinvents the 3D, which I don't know how you do that. I mean, Godard would do it. Honestly, I'm. No offense to Godard, I'm kind of surprised he's alive. <laughs> it's kind of like for me, Godard is much like Bob Dylan, where it's like, okay, you 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 really were great and redefined things in the '60s, but you know, it's 50 years from now. I mean, I feel like he's, hey, if you want to still make movies, no, I mean, I'm not blaming him. I'm not. I'm not saying like you should stop making movies because it's like. Or you should stop making music for Bob Dylan. Like, if you're a musician, if you're an artist, you keep doing what you're doing. But I'm just saying, it's just, it's, it throws me off when I see his name next to a movie that's, like, now. Because I'm like, ah, wow, that's, that's strange. It's kind of cool that we, we still live in a world in which a lot of these, these icons from the 60s are still alive. You know? Yeah, the lucky ones. Yeah, well, yeah, the lucky ones. But still, like, Bob Dylan. Like, I bring up people like Bob Dylan who aren't really familiar with Bob Dylan, and they're just like, wait, Bob Dylan is still alive? And I'm like, yeah, he's he's still alive and tr- he's making almost music. Too, he's too much alive. Yeah, well, he's actually gotten younger. Anyways, goodbye to language. I don't think I even really want to see. It's it's extremely it, it, art house. I think it's a movie that I would, like, I would get the DVD, put it on, and then be like, oh, this is boring. Yeah. Well, I don't um, know, uh, Pariah, I think that's what, how we pronounce Pariah, it, by D. Oh, Rees. I, I mean, this came out in 2011, so I, uh, I, I can't say I know much about this. Looks interesting. The Duke the of Duke Burgundy of, uh, by Peter Strickland. Which is number 69. Um, <laughs> don't know much about it. <laughs> um, um, Jackie. good. So Jack- number 68 Jackie. is Jackie. Which is interesting, because that was supposed to be a good... Did you see that? I haven't, though um, I passed by a TV that had it on, and it looked it looked good. It looked more art-housey than I thought a movie Jackie should be about. Is that um, trying to be JFK? That's my, J- <laughs> that's my JFK. 
Jackie. Well, anyways, Jackie is supposed to be a good film. I didn't see it, but it was, you know, it did well at the Oscars. And did but it? but like yeah, no, I think she. Oops, fuck! I just uh, clicked on something. Oh damn. Right. Okay, I'll continue on without you. Okay. Uh, sixty-seven at Berkeley. Never heard of it. See that like. This is I'm not much of a movie snob because I haven't I would I still think Spider Man should be higher. I still 66, think so as well. And Beast of the Southern Wild. Yeah. Force Majeure. Now this I did hear good wait, things wait, about. Wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is about Force Majeure. Yeah. Which came out in two thousand fourteen is about I think it's about a avalanche that kills a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um and then during a false alarm at a what? I mean, I don't know much about it. I've heard the name definitely, but um. Oh the oh the dad. Okay, so this is what happens. Uh, this I did not know about. Apparently, during a false alarm avalanche, the dad uh, abandons his wife and two children. Oh shit! And, yeah. So I wow. I always thought it was that. The parents die in the avalanche, and the kids have to live with that memory. But wow. this is a much more sad and scary. Profound okay, so and now, unflinching. So number yes. 65 is... Now, this I haven't seen, but this I felt like... I oh, haven't, man. and I feel like it's... Sh- uh, this should be I've higher, seen, I think. Melancholia. It, me- Melancholia yeah. is a film that I this am is happy is on this world, list. Right? It's the end of the world, but it's not just about the end of the world. It's... It's I don't know it's it's kind of angsty in a way it's just like it's a great film if you're ever feeling blue and you're feeling depressed really? throw this movie on this is a it, movie that because the the only movie I've seen of yeah because it's, it's like it's depression Lars, but it's it's depression in the interstellar level it's like the what's his, uh what's her face Tilda not Tilda Swinton um what's her uh, name Kristen no Kristen uh, Wiig Kristen Dunst Kristen Dunst's character is just like this really depressed character who like kind of just has like this affinity for this asteroid that's coming to kill them. And it's like, it's, it's basically the, it's like if the world was also, it's like the universe was also like helping you with your anxiety, like, or not your anxiety, but with your angst, like the universe is also angsty, you know, it's like, See, that this, sounds cool. It's like and this interstellar angst. <coughs> and that's, that's why I'm like confused when I see that, uh, below it at 64 is uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay, yeah. See, then then the shit like this. This like, is what, what I'm is, saying about this list I mean, is like it, it. They throw in like, whoa, like that was actually a really genuine film that like. And I'm not saying Mission Impossible is. Some people like it, you know, but it's like it's. But it's like putting Rocky over, say, Sunset Boulevard, or something like that. It just doesn't make sense. I, guess, I don't know. It's like it. I don't know. Um. But yeah, I, I haven't seen it, but I've seen the, the one before it, which was directed by the same guy and has kind of the same-ish principles. Yeah. And I, I don't think that I feel should... like this list also is just putting the second one before yeah, the Yeah, what's fr- up with that? It's like, it's like okay, we have one Damien. Let's, let's just put his most recent one. Let's put the most... But I will say uh, Inception, I did like more than in. Yeah, I think Inception... Yeah, that's true. I... I think Inception. And that's a, I think that's the first ranking I'm seeing that I feel like completely fits. Like I didn't really enjoy it that much, but a lot of people seem to like it 
who I respect. No, and wait. Has Christopher Nolan not released... Also, that was 2010. Wow, that just made it. Yeah. But that also makes me think, how many movies has... Uh, has he... Uh, um, Christopher Nolan put out? Oh, Dunkirk. Yeah, Dunkirk was the most recent, yeah. Oh, and Dark Knight Rises was also in 2012. He did a few. Anyways, next up is uh, Shoplifters, which you haven't Uh, seen. You've seen. No, I have not seen. I love this film, and I think this should be higher. I think Shoplifters is probably one of the best uh, films I saw last year, Uh, just simply for the characters themselves and how many twists and turns you go with understanding them like deeper and deeper on a personal level and the characters i have it's hard to find uh, a group of cast of characters who are so unique and have such an interesting complex uh life oh, yeah so also i, I what yes. i was gonna say we should probably skip to like 30 because we got 20 minutes left all right well anyways uh the next one well i i want to i think we can keep going um, okay. The next one is that we can go a little quicker though. Uh, number sixty-one is Agnes Verdes and Jr. I don't know who Jr. is. Um, Two thousand seventeen faces places, and I mean you can't really say thing. much about it just because Agnes Verde didn't died uh, this year, and she's you know she's a she's she was a, all over the cans. She's a classic. She's an icon. She's an icon. She's an icon. So it's like this is. This is, even though I haven't, even if I didn't, I don't know the film really at all. Even though if I saw it and I didn't like it, I'd still be like, this is, this needs to be on here. Also, it's interesting. This is the second to last that Agnes did. So I guess the last one wasn't that good. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And then Um, we have Black Panther. Okay. So here's the thing. I was not the... um I, I don't get the hypiness of Black Panther. And, you know, I mean, thing is, is, I mean, just like what you're going to talk about with Moonlight, it is breaking, it broke all kinds of records and, and the techno, though when I saw it, I really didn't see it from any other, it didn't stand out to me. I mean, none of the you, Marvel films stand out to me. So I don't. Even, even Guardians of the Galaxy, which I find to be very entertaining, still has the layer in the the like the the face of Disney. Yeah. And it's kind of sad to see that and I have not seen uh Fruitville Station or Creed. I saw I Creed. Creed's not he, good. Here's the thing, I feel like Fruitville Station probably is a super heartwarming and like fantastic movie and that's not on here at all. And that it did come out in 2013. Well, I think part Black of this Panther, is... I think, I think Black the thing P- is... Reason- There's something I think is... And I think you were about to say this, but I think this makes the list not necessarily because it's like a, a great it's film. A it's more of a cultural... Yeah, like it really it influenced the culture. So maybe mm-hmm. we need to start looking at these things more so like what... From the larger picture? From more of the larger picture. And Black Panther did was definitely like a trendsetter. But then again, that being said... The farewell is not a trendsetter. <laughs> yeah, see, and number that's, fifty-nine. Uh, that's why I, I, never mind about big picture. I just, it, I don't think a movie should be in the top one hundred because it's a um, everybody's seen it and paid for it. I mean, uh, I really want to see the farewell, so I, 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 as I do think I. this should I, I think be where it should be. Even okay. like if the hype is, but if I'm, I think they're jumping the gun too much. I think IndieWire. I think 
I'm starting. I'm just gonna do a little parody here, but I think they're like putting together this list and like they're drunk or high or high off pizza and like it. They're about to hit the deadline and they're like, oh, let's not do uh, let's not do Dunkirk. Let's do Inception. Oh, let's not do Whiplash. Let's do the next movie. Yeah. Like they almost like were running on deadline and like, oh, what's our, what's some new movies? Have you seen The Farewell yet? No. Um, okay. Well, just put it no. At I mean, I think Farewell. I think is it's something that they were probably just like, I want that in there. I have and heard. Then, I have heard that it's a good movie. It's supposed so to be I, really great. Also, Lulu Lulu Wang is married to Barry Jenkins, who we'll get to later. Um, but no, I really want to see this film. I have no arguments with that placement. I don't know um, 58. The, I don't know the Turin yeah. horse. Uh, uh, Tangerine, Tangerine 57. That's I'm happy to see. I, I'm happy to see that so high. I have not seen this, but I think this is a really cool movie just because it was shot entirely on an iPhone. Which was new for the time. I mean, that's, yeah. it's, no one really and, does it that much, but. As an indie director, uh, it. It's kind of up there with like revolution, like going, like doing things that filmmakers wouldn't like on the opposite side of Black Panther, which is, you know, an, um, a Disney movie in the shape of an art- uh, Arturs movie. Yeah. Tangerine is legitimately an artistic, I mean, art- artistic, I mean, like it's, it's his movie. Yeah. And it's, it's a style. It's very genuine. Happy, um, moving on to 56, Happy at Lazaro. This is one of the, no, I've heard of this before. It won, uh, I think it won an award at Cannes last year. And it, I've seen this pop up a few times on some film critics that I've, it, I've actually really want to see this film. Because uh, I've seen this come up a few times. I literally know nothing about it though. But it's one of those, um, those hidden things that I'm kind of like, huh, this might be a cool one. Francis Ha, number 55. I think that should be uh, higher than some of the movies I've seen previous. Oh, 100%. But I, do enjoy, I, I mean, sorry, did I say higher? I mean, like, lower? I'm okay, getting confused. Well, higher and it should be closer to I, one? No, I think it should be lower oh. in the sense that it should be like 60 or something. Maybe. But I th- I, the thing is, is I, like, I haven't seen a lot of the, like these movies in, uh, be, before 50. Um and I don't know if they're actually good or not. Anyways. I do think uh, this is I definitely think, a culturally significant film, though. I like it. I like this movie a lot more than, say, a lot of the top ten. Well, so, moving but, on, Cold War. By the way, I think we should I think we should just uh, mention movies uh, all right, well, that we've seen. Okay, yeah, I agree. Or, like, we I know agree. Of. Cold War I saw. I think this is stupid because Ida was also in there. And Ida, also by Paul Polakowski, um, was definitely better than Cold War. Um, but that's just me. Um, um ghost, now, ghost story. Have you seen it? I saw some of it. I think it sounds cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I've seen, uh, so, uh, at 50, the tale of the princess Kaguya. I've, I saw that and it is beautiful and also very, um, like sublimely heartbreaking. And Shit. I think it's probably, uh, Right on the list. I think it's at 50. It's probably very... It's right where it needs oh, yeah, to be. We have like 10 minutes. Um, before this, oh, here's, what, here's one that I'm confused about. The Lost City of Z. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where'd you skip to? That's, 40, that's 47. Wait, why do you skip past Before Midnight? I've never seen it. Yeah, but it's a class... Like, it's, it's the Before series. I haven't I, I feel haven't like putting it. that on is... Okay, fine. 
Should it be on there? Maybe. Parasite. Bong jo, uh, Joon-ho, the guy that he won Best Can, Best Picture. Um, now, I'm skipping around again, but I'm at 46. Okay. 40- I, think, I think the internet, I think reviewers and likewise, I, I bet Alan, uh, Ari Aster has invented a machine that physicalizes all the praise and uh, love the internet gives him and turns it into a jerking off machine. Oh my Dill. <laughs> and he probably makes movies and then goes to this machine because I swear, I don't think he should get as much praise as he's getting. I think he's interesting. I think he, he's definitely one of the biggest horror directors right now. I really now. don't, I don't get it. I don't see, I've seen other horror films. I don't think his, but movies I think it's are a more modern, like, I don't know. Blah. I think it's a more modern take on the horror film of like what Tell we're afraid truth. of and the, the i think hereditary the, the movie the gift I, I saw which is like not on this at all it stars jason bateman was more interesting and more scary than hereditary and or uh midsummer well anyways moving on no separation i don't know much about um don't know camera uh, person okay. uh 42 zero dark 30 uh, that I like, I don't, I don't, here's something is, wait, I get confused with years. Is the Hurt Locker, that's 2008, This is right? after, this is after, yeah, Hurt Locker was in the tens or in the okay. zeros. Cause in the, it, it, when it comes to those kind of stuff, I think the Hurt Locker is probably Yeah, Hurt Locker is definitely better. I do, you skipped over Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Uh, that's a movie I, I really want to see and I tried really hard to see at Cannes, but I kept failing. Okay. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Don't know Margaret. Uh, Personal Shopper. I, I haven't seen it, but Kristen Stewart. It's interesting that she's becoming more and more of like an art house person. Um, I think it would be funny Babadook. if now talk yeah, about a Babadook. horror movie. Babadook is culturally significant. I feel like that movie is everyone. I think that's probably on the right thing. It was not a. Sc- I thought the ending was a letdown. So it also confuses me about the love. That it gets, but uh, I get it. Now thirty-seven, now, uh, Roma. Roma. Uh, this I think is. That I think this be... is getting into the parts where it's like this is like legitimate. This, makes sense. this is no. like where people are like this. This is like the, Roma, the big films. Roma. Know. I think is like. I think that should be way higher. That's way higher you than know, the next. Yeah, movie. way higher than Spring Breakers. <laughs> Did you see that film? I haven't, but I've heard nothing but like. People who hate it, but or like who love to hate it. Um, I don't apparently, know. thing is, is I heard uh, James Franco's portrayal is like a super funny and hilarious. Hmm. I don't uh, like James like, Franco, so. Oh, okay. Well. And Harmer, Harmony Kareen is an interesting character. He is an interesting. He was life. kicked off uh, off of uh, Letterman. Letterman. Yeah, yeah, for, because uh, he was perusing through through Meryl Streep's purse, as we all do. Um, <laughs> only lovers left alive. Have you seen this film? I haven't, but your take on it uh, intrigued me. Such. It's really good. I think it's uh, it's a really unique look at vampires and how they are kind of just come to terms with relationships, but knowing that they live forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like this interesting kind of like this. Nothing is like really that big in their time, their life right now because they've lived such a long life. That really, cool. there's is nothing it, really happening. Is it um, No, I don't think so. But uh, it's really now, cool. Um, 
I'll check it out. And audience, you should check it out. Now, uh, the movie that's uh, that's on thirty two. Yes. Grand Budapest Hotel. I, I think love... this is stupid because Moonlight Kingdom was definitely better. But and that came out in two thousand ten, correct? I don't know, but I I just know it. If it was in the tens, it should be on here before Grand Budapest. I think the cinematography in Grand Budapest is better than Moonrise uh, Kingdom. But I have such like Moonrise Kingdom is part of my life. Mm. No, I, I Moonrise Kingdom is just so amazing. Did I tell you that's the movie that? I was watching when I burn off my leg. No. Yeah. Um, anyway, skipping along. Number 30. This is not a film. This now, movie. See, this, this movie I think should be a lot higher. This should be higher. Not only the story I itself is. This. I haven't seen it either, but it's been on my list for a while. But it's. It, it, this is going to bring me to another movie that comes out later. But this is real life. He's making a movie. He can get ki- He can die because of this. Yeah. Basically, right? the he's premise sneaked. is he's he is. Um, yeah, he, he's uh-huh. he's barred from making a film in uh, Iran, I'm pretty sure. And he's and, under house arrest. And he's under house arrest, but he, in, he ends up just making a film about making a film. And he actually smuggles it on a USB drive in like a birth cake, birth, birth, in like a cake. And that's how yeah. he releases this film is like this was smuggled out of Iran and it was illegal. So that's Which like I think a, is so fascinating. And first, I haven't seen it, but I imagine I've seen bits of it and it, it, it's a pretty... And cool. Story. First off, it's interesting to me that First Reformed is higher than Roma, but also. Oh no, no, no! The movie I want to talk real quick about is Paddington Two. At yeah. 28. The reason why I think I chuckle, I haven't seen this, but I actually want to see this because I think this is the first kids movie that has no underlying. Like it's it's definitely it's just kind of it's just a fun cute. Movie. And I think a lot of people need that right now. I saw that, yeah. and I, I, I've oh, seen this film. Seen I've, too? I've seen it, and I, I like it. It's a good film. I, I think it's just the whole them wearing like all these prisoners. It's kind of the, like the Grand Budapest scene yeah. where they're in prison. No, it's definitely very similar <laughs> to Grand Budapest, honestly. It's kind this... of that cute, you know, but with a bear. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just looks fun. And uh, then so uh, Magic Mike. Okay, that's weird. Oh, that this is the one that makes no I I've seen Magic Mike. And I like that movie to a degree, but Magic Mike XXL, I've heard nothing about. Anyways, so we should probably speed it up though. A more, um, more I haven't seen, but I've I always love wanted the director. to see. Um, boyhood, it won. Boyhood, Boyhood, I think is slightly overrated, but what are you gonna do? Um, OJ Made uh, in America, that's kind of a curveball, but whatever. Better than Roma? I don't think so. No. Um, burning, yeah, definitely shouldn't be twenty-two. Uh, I think that's Roma should probably. Be, I think that's just yeah. because it's recent. If this came out, if that came out like five years ago, it wouldn't be on this list. Get out definitely should be on where it is right now. Maybe even a little yeah, more. I think, I think it's a it's think, a culturally see, significant. Get out, get out. I think. I mean, I'm a stickler for a tickler, oh, but uh, I think uh, I think get out is should get the hype. It should and here get. here's number twenty. Here's something I think the indie wire has a hard on for. Phantom Thread. Get over yourself. Phantom Thread was not that good. Calm down. I, I haven't seen it. Um, no, you're going to say that later on because... Call okay, Me By so, Your Name is number 18. By, I think that yeah. should be there. It's culturally significant. Uh, now, here... Oh, actually, I lied, um, folks at home. Number 17 is World of Tomorrow by Don Hertzfeld, and that's an animated film. He did the uh, those uh, rejected cartoons mm-hmm. with the, like, My spoon is too big. 
Yeah. Or like my anus is bleeding. And yeah. Uh, yeah I, I think I mean, that's pretty iconic that that's number 17. I think that's a good, that's interesting. I, I've, I think, I've heard wonderful. I think I've social network like, should be there. Number 16. I think that's yes. iconic. Um, you know, Facebook. Dogtooth. I think it's interesting. Dogtooth is its year, but none of his other films are. But so once again, kind of this is weird because this is, yeah, it's a reverse of what they've been doing in the past where Dogtooth is his kind of first movie that we knew him for. Um, Tree of Life, number 13. Um, I think it's beautiful. I don't know if it should be number 13, but I think it's a beautiful now, film. The movie that I think, and this is just my own personal opinion, that should be number one is Wolf of Wall Street. You think Wolf of Wall Street should be number one? I love it, but I think I thought Get about it. Get over yourself. Really, I, no, I, I can't. I love, I love Wolf of Wall Street, oh but God. I will tell you this once we get to number one that I've thought long and hard about it. Okay, maybe we um, should just okay. skip. Let's just go. Lady, Lady Bird, okay, that's a culturally okay, significant. Okay, let's just count it down. Lady Bird. Number 10. Let, let's just say yes or no to each of us. Okay, Ten. Lady Bird. Uh, no. 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 Uh, uh, Mad Max, nine. Yes. I should be higher. Should be higher. Okay. Um, the master, uh, no. no, it should be lower, but not too much lower. Um, Carol, don't Carol know. should be other movie. Holy Motors, Holy... I really want to see. Yeah, I've heard great things about it. Should um, probably be in the inside. Top. Louis Davis, definitely not number five. Yeah, no, I think. Um, it's, Active Killing, not. don't know. Oh, that's the movie that I want to talk about real quick. The Active Killing is um about a genocide that took place in um. A genocide in the Indonesia uh, Indonesian genocide, mm-hmm. and what it is is the director um, makes oh the genocide was legal in the country. Oh shit! So the people who committed the genocide are still living, and so the director basically puts on a show of the of the genocide and asks people who did the massacres to reenact the killing, but they're like like seventy years old. And, th- like, you can see them kind of going, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Like, it's it's horrifying. So, I wow. think the act – I haven't seen it, but it, it it's – I think it's going to be chilling. And I think it sh- I think this should actually be – in movie-wise, without an unbiased opinion, this should probably be number one. Wow. Uh, certified copy. Copy. Don't know. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't heard of. Don't number know. Two, under don't know Under the Skin, which I guess I okay. should if it's number two. Anyways, no, wait. You don't know Under the Skin? No. Are you? St- wow. What is it? Uh, it's a Scarlett Johansson is an alien that comes to Earth and she eats. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. It's. It looks really fun. I wasn't too into it. Now, number one for the next three minutes. Moonlight. Right, Moonlight. I think this should a hundred percent be number one. I think. I think. I think, I think Moonlight right. should be number one simply. F- no, actually, for the I don't fact. Think you're right. I think for the fact that. Just the whole aura of it. The fact that it was literally this indie film that no one really thought like would do. Like it, it just it got into a few festivals. I don't think that festivals. should be why. That's one reason. That's, that's like one small reason. It was like a very indie film that somehow got Best Picture for the Oscars. And it really broke the system. Number two. It's a film. Like a lot of these films that I think I, I like is like taking characters like... Uh, uh, Beast of a Southern Wild, I feel like, should be higher up because it brings up characters and situations that are not represented at all in films. And I think that's one of the big things about this decade that I think is so unique to any decade really before 
is that this decade has so many more films that focus on situations and people that are not typically shown in film. I don't know. It's I think, just I think so that, iconic. That's the one thing that I, I don't think it's iconic. I think it's iconic. Like, okay, tell me the name of the drug dealer. I don't know. Tell me the name of the kid. Uh, I think his name. I think his name of the is kid. Blue, the drug dealer. His name's Blue. Yeah. In Moonlight, black boys look blue. Yeah, that's yeah, a monologue yeah. he has. But I will say, but, I, uh, I do, I do like the um, the the drug dealer because they never make it like, like they never show. I don't know. They don't. I I also drugs. just think that the ending is like so it's amazing. It's very hard. It's very heartwarming. No, because it's it's. I can't think of a film that is that slow. It's of people beautiful. like it's just like they I they don't just meet slow. up and then they I, just no 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 no. I think yeah. is the best amount. Because when I first watched it, I've watched it now twice. When I first watched it, I thought it was too slow. Uh-huh. When I watched it again, the whole entire time, I was just like, this is amazing how slow this and see, is. Because normally it's I've, like... You, ah, like you, I, go ahead. I've, only seen it, I've only seen it once. So I think if I saw it a second time... I, usually when I see a movie, I go... Like I'm really on edge about everything. Except for those rare movies like Spider-Man Enter the Spideyverse. Uh I think you but, need to see this film again to really love it cuz I yeah. think there's a lot of things like when you're first watching it and I mean I didn't even know really the premise at all when I first went in to see it. So there's like a lot of things that I was kind of like you see him falling in love with this one with him when he's a kid. Yeah. And you don't I didn't pick up on that when I first watched it. What are you talking about? He's he has a dream where he's blowing a guy or something. What? No. He, he, doesn't like, he have the dream where no, he's No, this like, is when he's like seven. Uh-huh. Like, this is like with no, the first know. part of it. You know, it like starts off when he's a kid, then it turns he's into a teenager. Uh, oh, yeah. Am I going to... You're talking... See, I'm starting to, I'm re- starting to remember this movie. I yeah, will you say... you need to rewatch when, it. When he's a, a grown man and he's got the, like, the gold teeth and he's like super hard, um, and then he's just embraced by his fry chef... Lover, pretty touching. It's really touching. It's a good. It's a I good. I think ending. it deserves to be number one for its cultural significance, for the fact that it's it kind of made a twenty four. Honestly, like Moonlight was what. So, oh, and you know what? You know who helped a twenty four the debacle with um, with uh, the two people from uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Like I oh, think yeah. that helped. I think that helped cement them in history. I think so. Anyways, like, we're La probably La running out of time at this point. Um, so, um, I will, I guess, agree with you on Moonlight. If I had my dowries, I would say Wolf Wall Street. What? But, dowries. But uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah, Wolf on Wall Street. It's still number eleven. But, but yeah, st- that's the oh, list. Yeah, so it's we're one, definitely one. out of time at this point. 